Pastor Bobby, 2020 is going to go down as a very unusual, very painful year for a lot of people. And version is determined the most read verse of the year. What is it? Yeah, the most read verse this year in the Version Bible app is Isaiah 41.10, which is, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. So that would seem to be probably a direct result of, of the pandemic and all the things around it? Yeah, I mean, we, we look and oftentimes reflect on kind of why verses tend to resonate more in certain years. And I think this year there's probably no surprise with what the world has faced, you know, that this is a verse of encouragement, you know, for people. I think that had a year that had quite a bit of fear, or, you know, certainly uncertainty with it. Um, yeah, I think we see people turning to the Bible during this time in significant ways, which is encouraging to us because they're looking for God's Word for a source of truth and source of stability and answers in the middle of an uncertain time. And so I feel like it's really appropriate verse for this year. Um, of course, we didn't pick it. It was really just the verse that really resonated the most based on what people were sharing and bookmarking and highlighting the most in 2020. So in your analysis, uh, you found other search words and terms as well, I imagine? Yeah, and one of the things that really we saw a big increase in this year was the people using the Bible to search for various things. So we always have had a search feature, of course, in the Version Bible app. Um, but this particular year, we saw the number of searches that people completed grow by 80 percent um, over the previous year. And and what we look for are like trends in the search results. And it's really remarkable as the year went on, you can really almost get a kind of a summary of what we saw happen this year just by the types of things people are searching for. You know, at the beginning of the year, they're searching for New Year, Bible in a Year, um, faith, fasting. A lot of people fast at the beginning of the year. Um, then in March, you know, we see fear was the number one search term in mid-March. Um, but in, uh, you know, in, in the good news is we saw that replaced by peace and hope and faith really grew quickly in late March. And so even though fear kind of had its moment where people were really afraid when, when the pandemic first hit, we saw people then searching for peace and for hope and for healing. And as you went on through the year, we saw justice as a topic in, in May. Um, we've consistently, though, across the year, I would say that healing, peace, love, um, and hope have kind of been words and terms that people search for across the year the most. And that's been really encouraging, even though there's obviously been several moments this year where we where people have really struggled and, uh, and and searched for different topics. So it sounds like that uh, the U version search terms are kind of like a, a barometer. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting way to look at it, and we've we've tried to to look for those types of trends before, and I do think in general it is a fairly good barometer of what people are feeling or facing, and they turn to they turn to the Bible. They turn to God's Word uh, in those times to kind of look for answers. And sometimes it's, you know, uh, based on a lot of times, and oftentimes it's based on the current circumstances that they're facing. And so whenever we kind of face sort of something together as a population or as a war, as a globe um, together, you're definitely going to see those trends materialize, you know, in the search terms that we see happening. So, yeah, you could very well see it as a barometer, particularly when there's these things that kind of everyone sort of experience at the same time or the same moment in time, um, that's when we're really going to see that align. 
And I understand that uh, changes, new things have been added to the Bible app, things that people can find and utilize. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so about a year and a half ago, we really felt like God was leading us to expand some of the features of the app to incorporate things that really help us with our intimacy with God. And our team had obviously no idea that we were going to be facing some of the challenges we faced this year. But two of those significant features um, that we launched this year were set to launch in March. And one was prayer, and the other one was a feature we call Stories, which is essentially a, a, an interactive devotional that's tied to the verse of the day. And the, both of those things launched in March, and of course, the timing of both of those things were really, I think, special in how God used them and in, in the midst of kind of what began with the pandemic and all of the challenges and uncertainty associated with it. And so those are two new features that launched. We've added, as always, we're always adding new features. There's uh, most recently, I think we added the ability for you to listen to any of our reading plans and devotionals. Uh, we've had audio available for those, but um, we are able to use some technology that kind of changed, made audio available for any of the ones we didn't have audio available for before. And that's done in multiple languages. And so that's that's also become very popular. We've also, because of the increase in search, we've fairly dramatically improved and and added to how our search results work inside of the app. So if people haven't used that recently, I'd encourage them to do it because there's quite a bit more content you're able to discover and find um, through our, our search results. The app has always been free of charge and continues to be, right? That's correct. The app's 100% free. Uh, it's even non-commercial. We don't have advertisements or anything else. All of the support of how we build the app comes um, from donations, either our church as a ministry of our church, you know, we um, we you know, commit to give to Uversion, you know, every year, but then we have very generous people that are people that use the app um, that reach out and provide each year, and God's always provided the resources we need to, uh, to kind of fulfill the vision He's given us for it, um, but we're very grateful for those that have contributed to be a part. How many downloads uh, have you had recorded so far? Yeah, so we um, have just passed 450 million unique devices that have downloaded the Bible app, and it's growing at a pace of between 4 and 5 million new devices every month. And so we're, we're just really humbled to see what God's doing through it. It's obviously very global. Most of our growth is outside North America today. We're still growing in North America, but, it's, um, but the growth is, is higher in, in other parts of the world. And, uh, and it's just been a privilege to be a part of and be able to witness what God's done. And you have different languages available? We absolutely have different languages. It's one of the kind of key features of the app. We have the Bible available in over 1,500 different languages, and we also have the app experience itself. So the, the, everything from the buttons you see and the emails you get from us, I think we have that in, in close to 70 languages now that we support. So we provide tech support and the entire experience. If you open the Bible app and your phone is, and your phone is set to Arabic, for example, the entire app is right to left instead of left to right, and it's all in Arabic. And the reading plans you see and the devotions you see are all in Arabic as well. So most of the people that experience it in the U.S. only see the English version of the app, um, but you can easily switch it to, to any language, and we try to do our best to support as many languages as possible. And we uh, had talked about the verse of the day. Uh, that's one of my favorites, and it's you know colorful graphics, very creative graphics, uh, with scripture embedded and, and so forth. 
Who does those? How do you plan them out? That's a, that's a great question. The, the verse of the day is planned usually in advance of the calendar year, and our team um, over the years has developed a process where we, we look at um, how people respond to the verse of the day. We look at some seasonal factors. And, uh, and they go through and, and look at historically what the verses of the day have been in the past, and they come up with the verse of the day for the entire year. However, we've learned to be a little bit more flexible because obviously there's times like this year in particular had things that affected our population so significantly that we, we made a few modifications to the verse of the day um, kind of on short notice to kind of reflect some of the times that we were going through. And um, But for the most part, they're set in advance, and the reason they're set in advance is, as you mentioned, there's images, there's, um, there's we call, call them stories, but there's essentially devotionals, interactive devotionals that are created for each verse of the day, and so obviously all that content creation takes some time. Um, we do some of that creation on our team, but a lot of it is kind of curated through um, different authors and pastors and leaders around the world that contribute content. And to the app, in the case of images, we have artists that have contributed images over the years and given us the license to distribute them. Um, share, sharing the verse of the day, or any verse for that matter, on social media is a really popular function of the app. And so we try to give people lots of options on different verse images they could share, and, uh, and it is definitely one of the popular things people do. We've talked a lot about what uh, the, the app is if someone is not familiar with it or wants to know more about it, where is the best place they should go to find out more? Yeah, it's it's really easy to get the Uversion Bible app. Um, you can go to our web address, bible.com slash app, and that will take you to the app store um, that for whichever device you're using, right to our app in the app store. It's completely free to download. There's no um, additional things you have to pay or anything. It's completely free to use. And, um, and you can also, if you want to, just go to your app store on your device and search for Bible. It's a brown Holy Bible icon. It's kind of hard to, uh, hard to miss. And it's available pretty much anywhere that you can find an app on any device. So we've worked really hard to make it available for all devices. And, uh, and so you should be able to find it simply by searching for the term Bible um, in, in the app store. Pastor Bobby, we really appreciate your, your sharing with us on this. Thank you. appreciate so much the opportunity. We appreciate all that you guys do, and, and thank you for your partnership.